On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Heath Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. Welcome in, everybody. Heath Oaks is, he's on assignment, he's in timeout, he's out of luck, he is in trouble for ripping on Arby's last episode or a couple episodes. <laughs> As he should be. Uh, he's actually um, working because it's end of the corner. <laughs> and he says, ain't nobody got time for this podcast right now. That's he's right. trying to have a really strong finish. So I'm here along with our regulars, uh, producer Matt. Yes, hello. Glad to be here. And Zach, not repping the second shot swag, but you know, repping his proper millennial swag. I try to alternate. That's my thing. I'll come in and do one or two with it, and then I'll do one without it. I think about my wardrobe so much. Hoodie Zach. I'm <laughs> yes. so ahead of the game. Yeah, I don't want to look like I'm wearing the same thing every it's week. It's so good. And you guys, we have um, a couple of really special guests. They happen to be good friend of ours, but we also feel like would just be valuable you know, second shooters to give their second shots. We have Jasmine Sadri, who's been on before. Yes. I, I, I was given a fun fact that I am the only recurring female on this podcast. You are. We always we always are getting new guests, and you're the only recurring female. So you guys know her from First and Tens, from the radio world, from the TV world, from all of it, and um, and just from being my friend. <laughs> Which is the, the biggest honor of them all. Right. But no one's ever asked me back on anything. <laughs> so thank you. Oh my gosh. Then we also have... Um, and perhaps this is definitely his first time on Second Shot. Um, Joseph Martin, who is a commercial real estate investor from No Limit Holdings. And I don't know how he got the website, but nolimitholdings.com. I thought for sure that Pretty thing good. would have like already been taken by somebody. Um, and she also he also happens to be um, Jasmine's boyfriend. Bless his heart. <laughs> yeah, just the housekeeper. <laughs> he just works here. So welcome, Joey. Yeah, thank you. Good morning. Oh, I should be professional and call you Joseph, but you know. Yeah, Joey's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you can call him other stuff, but. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, he, Heath's, you know, doing his thing, doing the work thing. Um, Joseph, have you ever been on a podcast before? Uh, I've been on one. Just one? Jasmine. Yeah, well, yeah. and First he's intense. kind of like an ancillary character because yeah. our, well, our life course. always yeah. comes up. But he was yep. actually in studio for the, uh, one of our Christmas episodes. Yeah, so when we were in Scottsdale last yeah. year for Christmas. NBD. Um, oh, group, my gosh, you guys yeah. have been together for how long now? Uh, Oh, we both what? do that. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Sighing. Wow. Sighing. That, that long, yeah. huh? I know sighing that sighing. It's not okay. It's not even that long. You guys are like new to the. Listen, all the married folks understand the uh, sigh and the yeah. doing the math, right? <laughs> uh, and we're not even married. It's been uh, just over a year. Yeah, just over a year. That we've oh, been. But the best year of my life. Good answer. Aww. Such a good answer. Yeah, it's been great. 
Okay, so we've got a headline, and and this is fun too because we, you know, it's like Heath and Zach and Matt and I always kind of go to the same sources for our headlines and stuff. And um, Jasmine and Joey contributed some good headlines for this one, and we did our homework. Yes, thank you for that. We gave us some good resources. (laughs) This first one, Zach, it's just, I mean, it's a really sad one, but also one that we've just all been talking about so much. Yeah, it's it's a little grim, but it gets better, so it's not all bad. Uh, Here's the headline: Navy veteran found in his apartment had been dead for three years, according to a local medical medical examiner. This is in DeSoto, Texas. The family of a man found dead in his DeSoto apartment last week, uh, stricken with grief, plagued with questions, wondering how Robert White, a defense contractor who was 51 years old and a Navy veteran, had turned up dead in his DeSoto apartment after three years. According to Robert's mom, Doris Stevens, she said her son would call her twice a month. Things were great. Three years ago, the call stopped. The family couldn't afford a private investigator. They went and looked at all of his former residences personally, but they didn't. nothing turned up. They didn't know where he was. He just vanished. Mm-hmm. And then after three years in a DeSoto Town Center apartment uh, uh, complex, um, th- there was a locked unit that they couldn't get into. There were some units that were having problems with water. Um, they ended up kicking the door in where they found him. Um, so wow. awful. Yeah. This is so confusing to me. Just hang yeah. out. I know. Hang, I know a lot of questions. There's so many things yeah. here. Yeah. Hanging out on the kitchen floor. And and, and the mom is, is distraught, of course, That's like everybody in her life is. Yeah. And, and the question she has is, how does this happen? How does nobody like figure mm-hmm. out that this that this guy was missing? He was single. Uh, I mean, he, he he probably had some friends, but I don't know if he just never turned back up to work as a defense contractor or what. The question here, I mean, the obvious would be why wouldn't we go to his residence that we know of on record? Because right. I think his mom didn't know. I think he yeah. had moved and stuff like that, so she went to his last known. Right. And she didn't know. I don't think they knew he had so this many place. questions. But even if they were in contact and so close, like right. I'm confused. My like I talk to my mom almost daily. She uh, knows where I live. Me too. I talk to my mom like every five minutes. Right. Like, if this podcast right. runs over by thirty seconds, she'll be like, "Where are you?" Oh yeah, that's right. my mom. Right. Is you'll, the get same way. you'll get a wellness check. You'll get a wellness check. Yes. Right. Yes. Well. And, and, and the other questions are, you know, friend, friendships and work. And so I think there are so many unique situations mm-hmm. to this one where, okay, so he's doing contract work. So it's not every day. They might just assume, okay, well, I guess he's not available anymore. He's not responding to us. It's not like a job right. where he goes to for, for, from nine to five. And mm-hmm. then the other aspect of his fam- family living far away. And so th- they're just like... They don't know his exact address. Yeah. They just speak on the phone. It, they definitely mention here his bills. Right. How did nobody turn up? Everything was on auto pay. Yeah. It was just That's pulling just, out of his account. It's like the perfect this guy storm. had enough money in his account that no one even saw him off the radar. Yeah. His his, yeah. his, his, his truck was sitting in the parking garage. He had been collecting dust and had a bunch of advertising leaflets under the windshield wipers. Just nobody so weird. Just uh, slipped off the map. Well, and weren't the conditions of the apartments not the best? There were some yeah. units not using water. Is that- yes, exactly. And that's what led to it because right. people right. were yeah. not using water. And they, well, it sounds like it was not really, you know, it was, doesn't like it was a luxury well, complex. And I think they're required by law to check things like smoke detectors and carbon monoxide and that the windows are functioning properly that sort of stuff totally. so like they're supposed to do that annually and like i know that in my apartment complex where i lived before jasmine and i moved in together they would come in and check the air filters the door locks it would just make sure yes. that everything was functioning right and so i think that there's definitely some regulations there where they're kind of derelict on their duties too right well and when i think of a second shot on this i, I it, gosh it makes me think of all the different people who probably thought somebody else was going to check Probably thought somebody else right. was going to do something, mm-hmm. yeah. and and no, and for three years three nobody years. did. Yeah. Um, I think about that, and I also think about um, human connection, and uh, the pain. Most painful part about this for me is that that somebody would be gone from the earth, and that 
nobody would know where they live. You know, and nobody, I, yeah. and nobody would miss yeah. them enough to mm-hmm. truly investigate. And again, like I'm, I, the last thing I want to do is throw shade on the mom for not knowing his exact oh, yeah, address. Because yeah, we don't know, pain. we yeah. don't know the sure, stories. Sure, you know, and, he, sure. and he's Behind an adult, that. and you know, he could have just moved. But, mm-hmm. but like to not have a friend that mm-hmm. would know where you're, you know. That would know where you lived, or that would miss you, or that would wonder, "Gosh, what happened to him for three years?" That that's sort of like the most glaring for me. Second shot in terms of we've got to just check on each other, and and mm-hmm. and if if you don't feel like you've got connection, like be bold and go out and make a connection. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think my second shot when I initially saw this, when that word veteran hit me, that is this is such an awful way for him to go out in the uh, of this Absolutely. world you know considering everything that he's done for his country for our country when i see veterans specifically in this sort of situation it's gutting to me so mm-hmm. that my second shot on this headline was yeah but at the end of the day this was a veteran that yeah. died this way right. mm-hmm. you know what i mean so that right. really really shook me yeah Right, and, the, and and the fact that people in his mm. life probably you know knew that he was a veteran, and again didn't try to make that connection. I think we always think that people have other people. Sure, someone we else think, will handle oh, it. So, and and sure. like, oh, he probably has other close friends. Like, he doesn't need me, or mm-hmm. you know, to check on him, or to do something nice, or to to thank him as a veteran. Um, and then people just pass the buck, I guess. And I think people, yeah. like you said, it's all perception, right? Because we're right. going to assume, oh, please, I always see what Jenny posts on Instagram. She's probably got 600 friends. Yeah. Or I see what Zach posts or Joey posts. They've mm-hmm. got all these friends, but right. it doesn't matter. Connect with someone because, look, it's all optics at the end of the day, right? It's true. Mm-hmm. It, it is. is. And this is a totally a, a, a smaller instance. But like Heath and I were just talking about, you know, we, we do and we do have a lot of great friends. Most, most of our friends don't have kids. So I think part of this was just they didn't know. But like nobody brought us food when we had her we had two friends bring us like a meal and when we can order favor we can we can cook for us but it was sort of like oh man you know again it reminds me to when i have friends that are more like those sort of outer circle friends we're not really close i'm like oh i'll Mm -hmm. drop off something I, maybe I'm, nobody else did. Yeah. I, I think about um, the the efforts that we've made in our neighborhood to meet our neighbors, even like not even just having friends and family that know where we are, but just knowing our neighbors, which is something that um, I have to credit my wife for, because me like I would I would get home at, uh, you know, six o'clock and close the door and you'd never see me again until the next morning because yeah. I, I'm just, I don't want to talk to people. Um, but we have made a concerted effort to go and meet our neighbors and b- become friends with them. And in the event that something, you know, not hopefully not something this tragic, but in the event that something happened while maybe we were away or just if somebody noticed that we needed help, um, they would notice that something's up. Yeah, like, hey, they sure. haven't they haven't come by in a while or they haven't said hello or um, their house is on fire. I mean, I assume they would. Right, <laughs> they, call they would help. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, or maybe probably. they would just assume someone else already called. <laughs> yeah. No, yes. but honestly, Joey, 100%. that's so true. Yeah. Though we do. Yeah. Oh, there's a fire. Everyone can see it. Someone's definitely called. But it. it, right? it I mean, it makes yeah. me. It makes so me think true. about how this guy probably. I mean, he. He. I don't know how long he lived in that specific place, but you know, <laughs> nobody was reaching out to him. His next door neighbor or his downstairs neighbor wasn't knocking on his door and saying, "Hey, how's it going?" Or seeing him on the stairs or, mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, it's. It's it's too bad that I think we probably don't make enough of an effort just to meet the people around us for the for even just for those simple reasons. Mm-hmm. 
I told you guys about the time that I went around to my apartment complex and dropped off cookies at everybody on the level. <laughs> no. And no, nobody you didn't said this. anything. And they were uh, probably terrified. Really? They, yeah, I think they thought that I was like a murderer or something. <laughs> it, this was in two, this is in 2004. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. okay. So we're taking it way back. Yeah. And yeah. I was thought I was going to be Susie Homemaker. It was like my first apartment on my own. Mm-hmm. And I made these cookies for Christmas and put them in, you know, on these plates and put them out. You know, it's from Jenny from L204. And nobody said anything. Really? No one. Yeah. No, because what? I think people are a little weirded <laughs> out. Like I get now, maybe people are like a little weirded out by it because I hadn't met anybody. But yeah. it was like my attempt. But now I realize probably just like, going up and saying hi would have been like a better attempt. <laughs> I, I like the gesture. Yeah, I think it's great. We ha- I'm going to bake you guys cookies. No, yeah. well, we had this conversation. We Joey- will eat them. Yeah, we will. And say thank you. Yeah, uh, Joey and I had this conversation. There's this weird fine line now where it's almost like we've been socially conditioned to be weirded out by niceness. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Even when it comes to like courting women, you know, Jenny, like right. when we were single, like before, like when Joey was talking about this on, on our first date, he's like, I wanted to stop and get you flowers. Okay. 40 years ago, totally sweet. Now in 2019. Okay. What does he want? What's, yeah. what's wrong with him? Right. Yeah. With something? Right. He's weird. You yeah. know what I mean? Okay. I'm going to say something that's probably will. Uh, well, since I'm playing the role of Heath, I'm going to piss some people off. Oh, no. Perfect. Um, yep. Do we tell you about Women have ruined this in the way that we say we can do everything for ourselves. And, and, and mm-hmm. there is a place for that. But I think we've made it really confusing for men. Um, in a absolutely in, in a, in a male female yeah, relationship, yeah. and really in all all types of relationships, we've blurred I think, the lines. Sure. I think we've all blurred the lines. With mm-hmm. we're all so independent and so singular and so standalone. Right. Well, that someone's scared to like open a door or do something nice because oh, right. the, he or she is fine. Sure. And, and yep. I think that makes intimacy really uh, difficult to navigate. Oh, blurs, yeah. blurs the lines of the roles just generally. Because you can wear more than one hat, right? yeah. So you yeah. can you can be a female leader, you can be a CEO, and a housewife, and a mother, and a whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like you can be all these different things. But I think you're 100 percent right, especially like to your point, Jasmine, with the social media and the way that dating has changed too. Oh, it 100%. changes the way that we interact. It changes the way we meet. So those dynamics are completely thrown off. Yeah. What do you think, Zach? What about your guys' oh, courting thing? Like, I, I'm where I'm where Matt was before he met Megan. When I get home at six o'clock, the deadbolt goes down. Yeah. I don't talk to anybody. You never see me. Again. Yeah. What I don't do, exist. What about in in like the dating? I'm just I'm asking you because you're younger uh-huh. than us, and I go think on. like do <laughs> your do your I mean. Do your guy friends, do people in your circle, do they do those sort of what, I don't know, are these old school gestures, opening doors? These no. are the things getting I flowers. like. It's getting real flowers. surface. No, no, no. Um, it's texting. It's ghosting. It's, it's we want to stay as far away from each other as possible. Like, you guys it's are weird so to let screwed. People, this is not Oh, good. I know, right? We're all doomed. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I'm like 27. I think of the people below me. Shoot. I yeah. I don't oh, know yeah. what they're going to do. I right. think there's going to be a resurgence. I hope so. For sure. I think there's going to be a workaround. Yeah. It's okay. You can be Strong and have somebody do something for you. Like I love when he fills up my car with gas, or just like literally does anything for me. Little well, things. It'll, yeah. it'll be like somebody records like a cool Snapchat video for like their cool girlfriend or something, okay. and puts it out there that's and tags fine. her, and it gets a million likes. And it's like, oh, that's right. so sweet. Oh, like he so did sweet. that for me. Okay, that's what that's, so that's going to be. The new modern chivalry. day chivalry. Yes, it'll it's be digital. Interesting. That's, interesting. Yeah. that's my theory. I'll, I'll go ahead and take a open the door for me. Um, but you right. know, maybe call me old fashioned. I'm the same way. <laughs> but also like my Instagram post. Yes, <laughs> right. please. At the same yeah. time. Okay, you guys. I think we, you know, good message here. Know your neighbor. Gosh, pay attention to those around you. We'll be back in the second segment of Second Shot.
makes up words, she translates them. Heath and Jenny host more of Second Shot, coming up on RNCN. Hey, you guys, we have been working on this partnership for a while. This is a company that we've used as a couple, we've used individually, and now they are on board as a sponsor. So we're giving a big shout out to myllc.com. You used them back in the day, right? I've been using like when them, you first got started in business. I've been using them for 12, 13 years. It was the easiest thing in the world. If anybody's thought about setting up a company, paying big lawyer fees, they think it's a big you know, mountain of a task to take on. But with myllc.com, if you go on their website and you call them, if you're doing an S-Corp, a C-Corp, or anything, they're going to walk you through it. They won't make you feel dumb. And they're going to handle every process every year from now on from you, the stuff with the state and all of those things. So if you have any rental property outside of your own home, you need to have it in a my LL, in an LLC or an S corp or something in order to protect you legally. If you're doing side hustles, you need yeah. to invoice them from the legal entity because it can protect you legally. MyLLC.com/slash/secondshot. There's a coupon code ninety nine uh, MyLLC, right? Well, yeah. All you have to do is go to MyLLC.com/slash/secondshot, and it'll give you ninety nine dollars off, which is super generous. And this is kind of like a limited thing. So if you if you were thinking about it again, you kind of started your side business, you're thinking about getting it going, or you've got a big business. I mean, they work with with all sizes. It's $99 off. The other thing, if you're already on the site, you can use the coupon code 99MyLLC. Again, it's 99MyLLC from myllc.com. This is this is the company we've used for all of our different entities and projects. They've been so great to work with, and we're just excited to have them on as partners. MyLLC.com slash second shot. Go now. Run. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second Shot is back for another round on RNCN. We were just having such a juicy conversation about TikTok during the break, and I was like, hold on, hold on, cut this off. I want to include everybody else in it. Okay, so is anybody in here on TikTok? Yes. yes. Uh, yes. I have an Wait, account. Who are the I guesses from? Uh, Joey. Uh, Matt. Please and name I. yourselves. Yeah. 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 Okay. We, we both have I, I feel like the oldest person by far on TikTok, and I know I'm not, but good grief. Okay. It's, it's a rough scene. It, it's, it, it, it is, what, it is not. Is it's not welcoming, is it? Give your no. explanation. I asked uh, Joey this the other day. I'm like, what's a TikTok? Everybody's wow. like on it. It's okay. like obscure short shock videos and like comedy bits. It's almost like extended yeah. it's vines. Like the, yeah, it's, it's Vine, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's like the memifying yeah. of video content, yes. basically. Like people will take, a lot of times what happens on there is a, a little, you you can uh, create videos with music underneath them. And so a lot of times the same music clip gets used over and over and everybody does the same dance oh, over wow. and over. This is one more and thing I've ever really I do this love some choreography. Do you remember the, the, the Drake Kiki dance? I was people just dancing. Dance. Oh, yeah. 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 That was huge on, on TikTok. Dose. Yes. Like that that's was probably actually how it got out. Yes, yeah, right? because you could yeah. rip the audio and do the same bit, mm-hmm. and so millions of people are dancing next to their Wait, cars because so there's a convenient Drake app to like post that on. Drake needs to thank TikTok for that? I think, yes. or I think so. Yeah, 100%. Right. That and the internet. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. A bit flossing. Right? That, that's well, how flossing, that got out. Yeah. Old Town Road. Okay. The Old Town Road. That song's a big deal. I mean, yeah. it's 100% yeah, yeah. reliable TikTok. on TikTok. Oh my gosh. TikTok. You guys, uh, we should, maybe, this will no, be like, this will be a subsidiary of our question of the week is, I want to ask our listeners, 
do they are they on TikTok or are there children on TikTok? There's like fourteen year olds. It's so yeah. creepy. All the high school Your kids. Children. Yeah, it's skews really. You'll feel like a predator here's on TikTok. The thing, yeah. <laughs> here's the thing though, like for businesses, um, uh, our friend Marcia Prince, who's uh, has plant chicks, she's vegan and she yes. promotes that life. She's one of my yeah. favorite she's Instagram on followers. it, and mm-hmm. she says so. She's trying, you know, she's trying to promote vegan lifestyle. <laughs> she's trying to get everybody on it, so mm-hmm. she's going on there so i mean i wonder like for joey for commercial real estate would that be a well, way to find people is that i mean i i think are what you doing it, I think, business deals on there so what's Our interesting is that buying? Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I have a couple of um sort of entrepreneurial masterminds that are focused on marketing and leadership and the marketing folks right now are saying basically from the top down that if you're not on tiktok right now building a brand and have a presence before it has met truly mass adoption and this is not just by the people that are using it now but these people that are using it, the nine, 10, 12, 15 year olds, they're gonna be your consumers and your partners 10 years from now, right? And if you build a following oh with them now, yeah. then you don't have to spend money on advertising later. You've but, already earned their trust, okay, right? So 100%. Okay. And yeah. it's super valuable, Joey. Yeah. That was, yeah, I mean, so. And it's not all it's not all garbage on there. Like there's right. there are there are people doing like cool cooking videos and showing you really short recipes and things like that. And there are people just making really interesting content. You know, I mean, think about YouTube. Like you can find similar stuff. Yeah. On there. In yeah. all yeah. fairness, though, isn't everybody like, oh, this is the new hottest? I mean, what happened to Meerkat and Periscope? Like that's the hottest thing. Right. You better get on it now. They'll go away in I five years Periscope. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Until, yeah. Periscope is great. But until yeah. everything else went live, like Facebook and Instagram Live, yeah. that kind of washed it out. Right. I don't know. I feel like I'm. I did download TikTok. I've not joined, but follow me. I don't know what my. I don't know what <laughs> my handle really? is going to be. I, I downloaded it. I just haven't done anything with it. Just with lock that user name, up, name up now. Yeah. Okay. What's our headline today? This is a, a festive one, as we are here yeah. the day after Thanksgiving. Cheery. Yeah. During the holidays, you'll need a break from your family after just four hours. Very exciting. Uh, a new survey found that the average person will need a break after just three hours and 54 minutes with their extended family during the holidays. That's like the long run. That's BS, as far as you're going to get. The under, the over under, everybody's <laughs> taking the under. Yes. Uh, yeah. There's some other stats in here. Uh, 95% of people did agree that spending time with their family is important around the holidays. Of course, most people agree with that. 40% said it's stressful staying with family. Uh, most said it's because it's tough staying in the same house. It's easier to stay in a hotel. Which is a whole oh, yeah, other like thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> apparently, 30% said they'd enjoy the holidays more if they didn't stay with family. They'd get along better. Most people stay for three and a half days. That's as long as you can go before you're going to go crazy. And uh, people said the biggest re- reason they have a tough time is lack of privacy, people getting on each other's nerves, and family drama. So, why is it hard to stay with our families during the holidays? Go ahead. <laughs> solve the world's problems, Jenny. Oh, why is it hard? Yeah. Why is it hard? Because we grow up and we're individual beings and we have our own lives and routines and lifestyles. And then we come back to that old home and we go back to like who we were as a 16 year old or a 14 year old, which was like, by and large, the, the worst of you. I think okay. that it brings out the worst because we revert back to that like childlike state. Whereas if you're an adult and you keep your house clean, you go back to your mother's house and all of a sudden socks are on the floor and you don't do your dishes because you think somebody else is going to. I think that that's part of it. And I think it also brings up uh, memories of things that we have uh, maybe evolved past. Um, I don't think this is for everybody. I, I mean, I love going to my parents' house, but I do think that I am maybe unique in that way. Um, but I can also understand how it can bring up sort of um, like nostalgia that isn't great because hopefully we've evolved. I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, I think because the obvious, right? Like you stated, you're 
you're back in a different sort of form of yourself. You've got everybody has different belief systems, mm. and there's people who, you know, oh, are, my well, family is it. all over the place. Mm. Belief yeah. systems, whether some people are religious or aren't, or they mm. don't necessarily like the person you're with, or they don't agree with maybe your lifestyle if you're straight mm-hmm. or not, or you just have this entire. And then you know, people's drama always comes up, like, well, you know, that's so and so who can't get their life together, and there's this person. It's just too many personalities thrown into one spot and you're throwing alcohol into the mix and a lot of times yeah sometimes it's true so it just doesn't help and when you're in each other's faces and spaces when you're not used to that for uh-huh. three days, that sounds like torture to me. <laughs> having to be with some of my family members. And I'm, they'd say the same I'm about me. for seven. Oh, and they'd say the Ooh. same about me. It's just, we're all different and not everybody's going to get along. Yeah. And throwing a turkey and some dressing around it isn't going to, you know, stick lipstick on a pig, if you will. Sure. So I think that's right. what it is. Interesting. What do you think, Joey? Oh, man. I mean, you know, I think our families know us as different people than we identify as too, especially as adults. <clears throat> and, you know, so often we strive to sort of carve out this identity of who we want to be and who we think we are. Okay. And then they, to your point, I think a lot of that is held on to, right? So you're in a bit of a time machine and now here you are back where you've been fighting, you know, all year, all several years, maybe you're away from your house, however long. And uh, you come home and then you are put right back in this position where everybody sees you as this little kid, you know, mm. with this young boy or young girl that's like making mistakes all the time. Sure. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> and then now, so the things, and you may not identify with your family at all, right? So your, your personality, your lifestyle choices, everything is completely different. And so here you are trying to make all that stuff work and, um, and maybe you have a lot of stuff. You know, if yeah. you have siblings too, oh. that stuff comes out really strong. Yeah. That's holidays. another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I do think we revert back, you know, or, or yeah. we kind of like, yeah, the th- it's almost like, oh, well, you know, when you were a kid, you wanted to be a firefighter. Why, why haven't you done that? It's like, well, that, it's not what I want to do anymore. Right. Everybody you know, wants you, to do that I only knew, six. I only knew of three professions. So I said firefighter, like I've evolved and now I'm a performer or whatever, you know, whatever it is. But yeah, right. I think that, that families with the best of intentions remember like, right. oh, you wanted to do this. Or yeah. it's, hey, mm-hmm. remember the last guy you brought home that was better than this guy? And you're like, hey, mom, wow. probably not. Uh, yeah. This guy's here. Oh, yeah. This guy's here. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. Try the cranberry sauce. Yeah. Yeah, it is hard. And then especially if you're if you're bringing somebody new um, into the mix, that whereas you know how to navigate your family, but you're wondering, okay, how is the family going to navigate this person? How is this person going to sort of mesh or blend in? And like, mm-hmm. is somebody going to offend somebody? Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's intense. It's a lot. What do you guys think? Is there any uh, best practices on how to make the most of it? Stay at a hotel. Stay at a hotel. <laughs> yeah, get out. <laughs> right, that's it. Have pre-planned breaks, walks. If they have a dog, make sure you're the one walking it. Yeah. 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 Seriously. Yeah. You know? Charlie's about to get so yeah, many percent, right? yeah. Definitely be worn out. If you're the person yeah. going to like let's say this is the first year that you're being introduced to your boyfriend or girlfriend's family mm-hmm. and like specifically not everybody eats the same thing. And now everybody's either vegan or plant-based, <laughs> gluten-free, and gluten-free right, keto. Right. B- bring your own Fair stuff. Fair trade, organic v- only. Yes, right. right. Locally sourced. Yes. And exactly. <laughs> Joey knows. <laughs> Joey knows. But be courteous, bring your own things. Something. Don't like, be don't Expect someone to make a vegan Thanksgiving for you. Yes. You very difficult person. Yes. Get absolutely. your own tofurkey, weirdo. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sure. <laughs> I think you gotta have somewhere comfortable to escape to, right? Like if you're staying at your house, have have Near either, bar. Yeah, either your sure. <laughs> yeah, but like, honestly, real talk. Yeah, I think I think it's easy for people to jump on their phone. But you know, but then I also look at the other end of it. Mm-hmm. You know, there have been so many 
I feel like this has been such a theme lately in the media is like, oh, holidays, so terrible, so hard. And then I also look at the perspective of the whoever it is, you know, whoever the grandma is, the mom or something like that. And they're just trying their best too. You know, they're just trying to like get all the kids back together. So also, you know, and you may think that their practices are are different than what you want, but it's also like, man, they put so much work into it. And so maybe we can all just go and enjoy and, you know, find some common ground and commonality for a day or as the study says, (laughs) 3.5. Yeah, they're, they're trying to connect with you. And so often, like when they ask about something in your life, that's a sore subject for you. Like whether you lost your job or you just had yeah. a tough relationship, they just want to help. They just want to be like, talk to me about it and let's connect like we used to back in the day. Yeah. And you're like, man, I don't want to talk about it's that. It's all about right approach, now. man. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not into that scene. Yeah. Um, I think that that makes it. Well, rough. I do think it, that comes down to giving people the benefit of the doubt, right? Like especially yeah. with, with these <laughs> what extended, their are. extended yes, family members and, and and things like that. You know, uh, you'll talk to people who uh, the holidays are times when you start see family that you may not have seen for a year, right? Or so, longer. Right. Mm-hmm. So they don't know where your life is necessarily. And if they ask you something that happened in between now, you've got all this knowledge that they don't. And so, um, you know, I, I feel like things like that where it's just easier to, to be like, if, if they keep pressing you on it, just tell them. But just be like, oh, that's a little bit of a sore subject or, um, you know, I'll, I don't really want to talk about that right now. And then hopefully they'll just let it go. But I, I do think that people tend to, someone says one thing and they're like, how could they not know that? Or how could they, how could they yes. say that to me? And Give folks the benefit of the doubt. It's your family. And you keep know. a flask yeah. in your handbag. Yeah. 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 Wow. Those are the two big takeaways. Keep a flask in your handbag. Yeah. And all, but also assume the best. It always, always. works out. It yep. always works out it's best so much when you e- or so much better. with an open yeah. heart. Sure. Yeah, when you yeah. assume the best. You know, okay, you guys, we have a really um, good Thanksgiving-esque question to ask all of you. So we'll be back in the third segment of Second Shot. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Heath and Jenny still to come. Okay, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you guys about a company called Energy Ogre. So Heath and I have been using this company for years to save money on our electricity. Uh, We've told you guys about it for for months and months and months too. So basically what they do is they shop around your electricity and then they find the lowest option and then they manage it. So you know how if you notice your rates are going up, you might call around, but but who really does that? So they do that for you. The deal is that it costs $10 a month, and if they can't save you anything, then they you get the $10 back. So for us, what we noticed is it cut our bill at least in half. So we're talking, we were upwards of 200, maybe a little more than $200 a month. Now we're down to 100, yes, even in the blazing summers here in the Dallas area of Texas. So it's energyogre.com. So here's Ogre, it's O-G-R-E. So E-N-E-R-G-Y-O-G-R-E.com. And they actually give us a deal for Second Shot listeners. So if you would like to use it, the discount code is Second Shot. So you can try it for free and see how it works. Again, it's really not a risk because if you get on there and they can't save you any money, then they don't charge you anything and you'll get to try it out for free with the code Second Shot. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. 
I have a little extra pep in my step today because I am dominating my fantasy football league, which is a part of Jasmine's podcast, First Intense, um, it, which is like a, it's a female fantasy football, but also sports league, sort of reality show vibes. And um, I know nothing about fantasy, but somehow I won last night. Somehow you have Lamar Jackson, who's like, yeah. he alone has put up like 23,000 NFL records this year. Right. <laughs> alone. He's just crushing everything right now. Yeah. I mean, well, it's funny because Heath, Heath was like, you're having such a good day, but but Amy, who you're up against, is having an even better day, and you should probably just go to bed. So I went to bed. I'm sorry, thinking, but between your quarterback who put up 36 points and your wide receiver who put up almost 38. Did, yeah. she, did she win by less than a point? She, yeah. yeah, it was close. Ooh. That's why he that told me to go to bed. That is the worst loss ever. It's Amy is steaming I know, right now. I know, and like Amy and I are like new friends, so I'm oh. like, I don't want her to be mad at me. Not anymore. I would much yeah. rather have the friendship than the win. Right. No, and I think she would rather have the win than the friendship. She's cutthroat. She She's just revoked your Christmas card. Yeah, I know. She's cutthroat. Like, I kind of hate it because I'm like, man. Well, we'll be talking about it on yeah. our episode today. Okay. So Jenny's going to make the other podcast. You need that killer well. attitude, Jenny. Yeah, That's right. I don't have that. I just don't. I, we were talking about that. Like if if I was on here and like all harsh and stuff, it would just people would be knowing that it was fake because yeah. that's just not my vibe. I want Amy to win because she it means a lot to her. No, you need okay. some competitiveness, okay. Jenny. Okay. You want to take her down? Um, you guys, I introduced Joey Joseph Martin at the beginning. Um, and we brought him on for a few different specific reasons. One, like I said, he is our friend and we think he's awesome, but we don't have every friend on the show. Um, two, because something that I've noticed about him and about the you know the way that he posts and everything, he, I was always seeing his gratitude journal, his lists, you know, everything like mm -hmm. that pushed out. I want to know um, if it isn't too much the backstory on that and mm -hmm. how you know what made you kind of get into that practice and and posting about that practice. Man, um, I think on a surface level, so I, I got it through a bunch of kind of thought leaders that I follow, and I won't bore everybody with them here, but, you know, the thought is this, is that um, at the basis of all true growth, right, is essentially gratitude, because gratitude, they say, subconsciously makes you feel like you've already received something. Totally, yeah. And so you can kind of predict your future through doing that. And so starting by being happy for even the challenges that are in your life, um, it's a good way for you to really kind of focus and, and framing your mind so that you can receive growth and information on a, on a regular basis. And the best way to kind of tee up your day is to start with that. Did anybody in your life think that it was weird? <laughs> She's um, looking at I me. No, Which I mean, part? it's just like, I think it's a fair question. I know because I do these things and I've had people yeah. think that it's weird. So um, they might, but they don't, they don't come out of the woodwork. Uh, you'd be surprised. I actually just kind of caught me off guard. I have an overwhelming amount of people and I don't have a huge social following or anything. <clears throat> overwhelming amount of people reach out to me directly and will say thank you so much for doing these i'm a teacher and we share these with my class and uh, then we go around and we talk awesome. about gratitude cool? right so yeah. these are junior high kids and so i just thought it was really great my, my you know my thought was to help me and to help the people that are in my sphere you know kind of see that um that i cared about them that i care about our relationships and the things that we're going through yeah um yeah yeah i think it's really neat i like that you do it because i think it's a little bold um you know, and it takes some just like confidence to just be like, hey, this is it. This is what I'm grateful for, especially, yeah. you know, uh, as, a, as a guy. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Absolutely. I think it's, it's, it's almost harder mm -hmm. for guys. I think it'd be easier for me to do it than it would be for you too. But yeah. I really uh, appreciate and enjoy that. The other thing I want to ask you about is commercial real estate. So um, this is something I've just always wondered about. I always think of these jobs and these careers that I have no idea about mm -hmm. and that I have no connection to. And I think, gosh, how, if I was like a, you know. I was better with math, if, well, I would do if this. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, how, how does one get into this if one's father is not 
Uh, I don't know. The first one that came to mind was Donald Trump, but that's not where I want to go with this. Right. Like, like if a local. Right. If your yeah. dad or sure. mom isn't in this, so how did you no. get into the business? Yeah, because his dad's a firefighter. My dad, oddly, and, yeah. is a firefighter. Okay, yeah. well, so he actually did follow his childhood yeah. dream. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's a good question. So I've always had kind of my foot in real estate in some way. So, you know, 10 or 12 years ago during the crash, um, I started doing commercial real estate um, part-time. And, and what we did was we worked with big groups of investors. And so really, I just loved real estate. My dad and I have always talked about building houses and doing stuff together kind of as a yeah. family business. Yeah. And so- He's done flips. I mean, so it's yeah. kind Ooh, of- yeah. Get this yeah. man a reality yeah. show. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. So, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so real estate's always kind of been in there. I think that for me, for somebody who doesn't come from a background of like pedigree or anything like that in business- Real estate is a way for like the common person to get in and build wealth and great income and a great life for themselves, kind of do it on their own terms. Yeah. And so that's what's always really attracted me by it is like, look, you can have a little hustle and great relationship skills and develop those skills and find a way to be successful in real estate. You don't have to be an agent. You don't have to be a developer. You can do all kinds of stuff. And so that's kind of what I liked about it. I think that's cool. <laughs> that's what's attracted Heath to it as well. And obviously yeah. you do this, you know, for your career. He's, yeah. you know, yep. dabbled in it here and mm-hmm. there. But I, but I, th- I know that that's what attracted him to to it as well like i can figure this out and do this on my own yeah yeah Yeah. that's that's really interesting and i like to hear that you didn't have i'm like i didn't know maybe he did have some sort of cool connection but you just kind of started it on your own i don't know i don't have a college degree i actually really really struggled with structured education Uh Um, i was labeled adhd when i was when i was younger and really what that did was kind of puts you into a box where they treat you a certain way Mm -hmm. and then of course like I was the person that could ace all my tests but couldn't do my homework, really couldn't pay attention and I really, really struggled with traditional education. So I tried going to like three or four different colleges and just quit. I got mm-hmm. tired of it and then so I went to work. And then fast forward, you know, a little real estate, a little software industry, I moved to New York City. I ended up running Zillow's multifamily product team in New York City and I built the whole thing out and it was a pretty large business. And I was fortunate to work with some really, really smart people and have the backing of a company like Zillow. Right. And so, <clears throat> You know, for me, ultimately, that's what gave me enough resources to make the jump uh-huh. uh, and then finally choose to just say, you know what, it's time for you to do your own thing. And that's what brought me into Texas. Right. Yeah. That is scary. It's scary, though, don't you think, when you have that really, like, cush job? Oh, it's I huge. don't know if it was cush. It it's, was hard, a lot of work. But, I mean, uh, no, but that's, I'm guessing uh, that, it was a pretty good job. It was yeah. a pretty. It was the best job for me. It was by far the banner mark in my corporate career. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made more money than I ever had, more responsibility, more growth, all that stuff. And I but would half tell of it you, went to New York State because yeah. of the taxes. Oh, my God. Can we <laughs> yeah, talk true. about that? We can do a whole episode on how much I paid <laughs> my W-2 taxes the last year I was there. Jesus. Yeah, it was yeah, terrible. Come to Texas. You know, yeah. it's the best problem to have in the world, honestly. Um, so <clears throat> and a lot of opportunity along the way, you know, and so a little bit of interest and drive and it's a growth process like everything, you know, kind of getting into something, you dabble a little here, you dabble a little there, you say, okay, that's not for me, but this is really interesting. Now I'm understanding where my skills are and my interests. And so it's really helped us align well. And, uh, we have some really big stuff going on right now. That's really Proud great. Of, yeah. Oh, I, I love, I love hearing that. Um, gosh, how cool for, for our listeners to be able to hear that story. Zach. We got a nice email, didn't we? Did. We? we got a wonderful Our email. friend Bonnie. How appropriate for just after the holiday. Uh, yes, uh, Bonnie said, hello, my second shop friends. Yes, I'm loving the sit downs. One more way to hear things that I normally don't run across in my life. 
I'm learning new things and love the exposure to new ideas. Keep them going. I was so sad when Jenny left Channel 4, but I'm so happy to hear Jenny Aww. and Heath, I know, and Matt and Zach every week. You all rock. Happy Thanksgiving, Bonnie. Thanks, Bonnie. Oh, That's awesome. Thank you. Bonnie. Yeah. And I endorse this because I'm obsessed with your sit-downs. Jenny, I... Uh, I oh, they're good, aren't they? Yeah. They, and I they are amazing. They're, they're really so good. good. Guys, Seriously. I pay my friends to come on here and pump me up. <laughs> no, right. it's I, I'm obsessed. Yeah, do you going. have my Venmo username? Thank you. Yes, <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, so we are doing only... Our plan initially was to do only eight, right? It was eight, and then we had... So we're going to do nine. Mm -hmm. We're going to do an extra. And Bonus then we'll episode. We'll All right. talk about... I mean... So that was good feedback, good feedback from our friends, but mm -hmm. we would like to hear more about whether people are liking them. We, you know, we want it to be worth it. It's a, it is a lot of work to book the guests and get them in, and we've been getting yeah. some pretty you big had name some phenomenal guests, guests. Tre which tremendous. is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'll tease ahead to one, which will be controversial, but I think that that's good. Mm -hmm. Leanne Locken from Real Housewives of Dallas mm -hmm. um, is coming on, and she'll be, I think, the last... Or let's see. No, she she'll be the on one Tuesday. right after this. Yeah. She comes out on Tuesday. So make mm -hmm. sure you're subscribed and that one will come in and she gets into some real mm, deep juicy. stuff. So yeah, mm. we've just been kind of hitting mm. on and, and make sure, do not sleep on the Fit Men Cook one that came out on Tuesday. Yes, I just saw he's that He's really one. good. Also, he's I'm so um, excited about that one. He's that one. single too, as a side note, for any of our lady not for listeners. Long. <laughs> yeah, and not for long. He lives in Texas if you live here. Oh, wait, Jenny, how can people hear Second Shot sit downs? <laughs> well, you just subscribe to the Second Shot podcast and it will drop right in there. You search Second Shot with Heath and Jenny on any podcast platform. Yeah. Hit yep. subscribe. And you, if you haven't heard any of them, you can. Sit downs are part of the normal feed. Yeah. Yes. So if you're subscribed to this, you're subscribed to it as well. You're already you should have already it. been seeing them. Exactly. Happy holidays. Yeah. So our question of the week is. What from this year do you feel most grateful for? For what, so one specific, what from this year do you feel more most grateful for? Who wants to start us off, class? Ooh, there's just so much. Yikes. Okay, I'll start us off and I'll do a quick one. Um, most thankful for the so as you guys know, the show I was working on, Morning Dose, got canceled almost exactly a year ago. I was really devastated because I loved that job so much. It was the best job I've ever had. I love, 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 loved it. Um, so then a lot of different random opportunities have popped up. Like nothing, the, not the opportunity, little stuff, random stuff. So I've been thankful for the opportunity to try my hand at a bunch of different things during this phase where I, I also want to be prioritizing time with Brighton before she goes to school and also expanding my skill set because I did one exact same thing for 15, 16 years. I did the same thing. TV news for 15 years. I feel like, you know, this has given me a chance to be really vulnerable, to be like the new person over and over and over and over and over and be a little bit beat down um, and, you know, see what else I might be good at. So I could have seen that as a negative and many times over the course of the year I have, but I will choose to see this as something I'm grateful for now. Okay, who's next? Oh my gosh, Joseph and I kept looking at each other because you just echoed what was going has been going on at our house. Mm -hmm. I yeah. am like you right now where I've been doing the same thing for almost 20 years and I almost, yeah. like this whole year has been just a giant identity crisis for me. Mm -hmm. um, it's been, and we've talked about that. We yeah. have. It's been filled with moments of not knowing who I am and then facing lots of rejection. Yeah. And... I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't even been this rejected when I was dating. Like, it's, I mean, it yeah. has hit me wow. to my core. I yeah. know it's bad. Yeah. And poor Joey has had to sit through so many of the tears and glasses and bottles of wine. Um, <laughs> but Cases. Yeah. I, I think Boxes. what I, I think I'm really grateful for this year is 
my relationships, my friendships, mm-hmm. because like you, That's good. we were going, 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 going. Yeah, you have friends and you're thankful, but now you have all of this quiet time to just sit in your feelings and really sit and really cherish the people around you. Because my friendships, you, Jenny, mm-hmm. specifically, have really kept me going this year mm-hmm. when I have otherwise been really down and out and not had the most <laughs> positive outlook yeah. on things. And so it's been really challenging to stay positive, but I just this year I'm just so grateful for the friendships I have in my life and That's great. That's kind of kept me going. And I appreciate the honesty because I know a lot of people can relate to that. It's hard. What about you, Joey? Oh boy. Um <clears throat> I think very much like uh, the both of you, you know, this year has been uh, I think clarity mm-hmm. like for myself has really really been a big thing and there's lots of I agree with the relationship stuff, but I think for me um you know, these building a business uh, requires you to become someone new and stripping away yeah. all those layers requires being objective and going through really, really tough stuff that makes you feel like you're not capable like you were before. And something that really kind of rings true with me is you really have to kill off parts of your old self to become someone new, to accept these new challenges and opportunities and relationships and people that help you level up your life. And, well, so and that's think, what he kept yeah. saying. He's like, mm-hmm. you have to get rid of the old you. I'm like, but I love the old me. I don't want yeah. to change. Yeah. And it's like, wait, I'm looking at this. Yep. Not This is not the way to look at it. Yeah. It's okay right. to change. Growth yeah. is good. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because if you continue doing that, you'll never grow, right? You'll just be the same person. You can go back to that because it's familiar, but you're basically just, you know, you're kind of spinning your wheels a bit. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's good. But okay. familiar is safe. Yeah. Familiar, familiar is, is safe, safe, but you just, you can, you can always go back to it. You know what I'm saying? It won't be there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yep. but, but try some new stuff. What about you, Zach? Uh, not not to bury the lead here or anything. What was the question again? People <laughs> people or things or moments we're thankful for? I want to make sure. What I'm... this year specifically do you feel the most grateful for? Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, in, in, in this year, it's been a crazy year. And I know me. it's the day it's... after Thanksgiving, but it's a it's a month of thanks. It's a season it's of true. thanks. It's yeah. true. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about what I'm going to say spirit. at the dinner table when everybody yeah. says, what are you thankful for? Um, I've gone through a couple of professional shifts. I think it's a fair way to say it. Um, that I haven't done before. I, I, I was working the same job for, for four years, four strong years where I went to the same place every day and did the same thing. That same paycheck, same yeah, consistencies, right, right. same safety net. Got your health insurance. And, yeah. I, yeah, oh, and, and for, so, yeah. for so long, I, I listened to doing podcasts for folks, listen to entrepreneurs and small business owners say, you can do it on your own. It's, it's not that hard. You can make it happen. And now I finally... I finally Funnily enough, find myself in a similar spot, and I, and I find that like, oh man, there's so many people in my life who I can lean on and talk to and get advice from, like mm-hmm. all of you, and and yeah. and and can help me out through this stuff. And so those are the people I really appreciate this year. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. invoice those people. Invo- yeah, <laughs> invoice. Don't be afraid send to invoice it. those people. It. Just send Pay it. Me. It's true. Yes. yes. Know your worth. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Know your worth. Okay, that's right. Matt. It's more than you think. That's a good um, one. Yeah. Honestly. So mine's a little bit of a weird one, but I think it has brought about some uh, some good changes in my life. And uh, I got into a car wreck a couple of months mm, ago. I, know. Uh, I was fine, uh, but the car was totaled. And at the time, it was our only working car. We had one that was broken down, and so we were kind of a single car household, which was driving my wife crazy. Um, and I think for a while, we had kind of gotten into the routine of just being like, "All right, we're going to save up money here and there, yep. and we're going to get it get it taken care of." And but you know, things would come up, and we would have ex- little expenses here and there, and then it, we never really got to a point where we felt comfortable putting down a lot of money on a new car. Um, so this, this wreck happened and it was almost like jumping into a body of cold water and saying, okay, uh, this moment of clarity where Mm -hmm. it's like, I've got to figure something out now. And, um, at the, at the end of the day, we ended up with, uh, we got, uh, two relatively cheap working cars and, um, we're back to like, 
I mean, it's it's it was a first world problem, but it really was kind of impacting our relationship because it was always like sure. Anytime yeah, I needed, huge. anytime I needed to go somewhere, she yeah. was stuck at home, and she works from home, so she was like, I got to get out of the house. Right. But I'm like, sorry, I've got a gig or something like that. I got to go do so. Um, it, it really has like um, th- just seeing that I I had it in me all along to to complete this, and I just wasn't looking at it in a clear way. And when I was forced to. I was able to put all the pieces together and and kind of bring order back in, into my life. So in a weird way, I am thankful that that happened and that, uh, you know, everybody was okay and, and everything. But it mm-hmm. did just kind of give me that moment of, all right, when you when you have to, you can you can get it done. Oh, good. I love no, that. That's just, huge. Good. Yeah. Yeah, that is huge. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to be pushed off. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. sometimes you just have to be be pushed up, and I and I hope that you know all of us will look back at this episode in one year, or ten years, or something like that, and think, mm-hmm. gosh, now I'm even more thankful for for whatever kind of right. turmoil or chaos. Might have right. Been happening. And what a phrase that Joey and I have adopted at home this year specifically because we've just experienced such massive self growth mm-hmm. and couple yeah, growth is it's difficult but doable. Difficult, difficult but right. doable. So simple, we're acknowledging, yeah, yes, simple this, not easy. Right. Yeah, yeah, this is this is not yeah. this this stinks. Okay, but it's not something that we can't handle and get through. So mm-hmm. let's acknowledge yeah. that it stinks, but then let's also circle the wagons and figure it out. You guys are great. This has been so fun. I went way over on time, but what you gonna do? Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. If you're watching this on the video version, you wanna head to any podcast platform, search Second Shot. It'll be the one with our pictures on it. And hit subscribe, and you'll get all the Second Shot sit-downs. It's if, you're, if it's your first time, you've got 145 other episodes to listen to. to. It's a holiday bed. So you have a enjoy, lot of work to do. Yes. Enjoy. You can find Second Shot Podcast on secondshotpodcast.com or in our super secret Facebook group. We are hanging out there or on Instagram at Second Shot Podcast. What about you, Jasmine? You can find me at firstandtenspodcast.com. That's all words. And Jenny's on there, too. So yes. if you don't like me, at least you'll like Jenny and, you know, you'll you'll take a listen. What about Shameless you, plug. Joey? They, <laughs> they would like to probably follow along and see, and see your stuff. Yeah. Anybody that wants uh, is interested in learning more about commercial real estate or about how they can mm-hmm. get involved can find us at uh, newlimitholdings.com. We've got an email subscribed there. and would be happy to connect with you and kind of share what our world's like. What's your Instagram? Is it public? At jmartin. Perfect. M-A-R-T-E-E-N. Uh, at Apple Zacintosh on Twitter and Instagram. Solid. Uh, maybe a rebrand yeah. next year. Yeah. I don't no. know. People like it. I don't rebrand. No. Never That's amazing. Don't ever change. All right. People don't are ever it. change. Yeah. And check us out on our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash second shot. It's a good time. Uh, you can find me, Matt Stoker1, on Instagram. Follow me. The winter creepy posts are coming. It's the holidays. <laughs> winter Fans is coming. of the weird. You will find me there, Matt Stoker1 on Instagram. Yeah. Weird but lovable, Matt. Yes. Thank you all for hanging out with us. Thank we you. sincerely appreciate it. That was so fun. And we'll be back next week.